Hello everybody and welcome to another game of Listen to These Nerds. My name is Chris and I'm going to be the GM for tonight. We're going to be playing some more Mythos Unit. Starting on my right and working my way around the table. Uh, hey, I'm Joey and I'll be playing Quincy Adams once again. Hey, I'm John. I'm going to be playing Chip Adams. Hi, I'm Harry and I'll be playing Franklin Blackmore. Hi, I'm Megan and I'm playing <laughs> Jack Houston. <laughs> Everybody's so loud tonight. I'm Yvette and I'm playing Tara Dubois. Thanks, ah! <laughs> Thanks you know, guys. Ah! Later, welcome. <laughs> Let, wait, later, come to my show where I'll recite old episodes of Tales from the Crypt at you. <laughs> really though? That's what you sound like. Really though? <laughs> that's you. That's what you sound like. <laughs> Alright, so, we're going to get started on another game. Can anybody tell me where we last left off? Uh, um, murder! Murder! There Who's were whiteboards, cow? and uh, yes. Jack Houston wrote shoe. Uh-huh. And a shoe was involved. And you guys decided to do some digging into some old cases, try to cross-reference yes. some information, and I'm going to say that we'll pick up in the evening. By this point, it's about... Yeah, 7 o'clock Saturday night, and by this point, all of you guys have essentially finished up all the work that you can for the day. You can choose to go home, stay at the precinct, or do what you like with your evening. It's up to you guys. Um, I already talked to my... Wait, didn't I already have a scene with my uh, kid I'm taking care of? Yeah, you spoke to him just to see if anything was going on, and yeah, it turns out he's glowing, but he seems to be either unaware of it or lying. You're not sure which. Okay, so then I've already done my thing. Right. Is there anything else that anyone wants to do? Um, before Blackmore heads to home, and I say home in air quotes because he's actually going to the pub after this. Right? Ha! <laughs> um, he is going to stop in with the officers that canvassed the surrounding houses around the murder scene. Alright. Because we were doing that because we were just sensing that, well, if it was a regular person doing it, they'd have to be using some sort of light source, so we were wondering if anyone saw anything. Okay, so Hamilton was in the area, one of the officers. You actually spoke to him a while back. You've been seeing him around the precinct. Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, well, we've been going around the area, but we haven't really found anything of note, and none of us really saw anything during this whole blackout incident. Nobody saw any lights on the roof? Nothing. No, nothing. If there was any type of light, people would have gone towards it. Mm. Right. Well, thanks for the time. If anything comes up or anyone calls, you know where to find me. Right. And he, yeah, something a bit, yeah. <clears throat> uh, rather than give you a nod as he usually does, he just claps a hand once on your shoulder and just gives you a nod, then walks off. All right. And then Blackmore is going to go to the pub. Okay. Are you going to go to one of your usual hangout spots or like the Black Swan or is it going to be O'Brien's tonight? I'll go see Mac. It's been a while since I've seen Mac. Alright, so, heading into O'Brien's pub, you make your way through the dense crowd to pull yourself up at the bar, and you find an empty stool where, yeah, you see Mac a couple of spots down is serving a few patrons, and once they seem to be happy with their drinks, he then moves over to where you are. So, oh. Mr. Blackmore, how are uh, you tonight? Uh, stressed, but, you know, that's the job for you. Uh, uh, double gin and tonic, please. Double. All right. And so he quickly whips it up. Here you are. Cheers. Cheers. And he slides, like, you know, a fiber across the table to pay for the drink. He smiles, nods, and tucks it away. Mm -hmm. So, would you care to uh, talk about it at all? Mac, you know that I can't talk about details of the ongoing investigation. Ah, it's one of those problems, then. Yes, well, I'm sure you've heard something. Yes, word has been going around about uh, the incident that occurred yesterday night. Yeah. Mm. 
And this Blackmore, like, downs a significant portion of his drink, puts it down, and, like, makes a motion to ask for a refill. He nods and uh, starts filling up again. I have. Last time I saw something like that, it was a very, very long time ago myself. You've seen something like that? Um, not exactly, but similar things. In uh, Jerusalem. Jerusalem? I was there over a thousand years ago. Hmm. Well, I won't exactly spare you the details. Was it 2,000 years ago? No, but... <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> oh my god, I look down the, gin, the tonic in my gin is turned to wine. Judas! But, well, if you'd ever like to ask, you're welcome to, but... Well, there is one thing. Yes. Did you ever see something like this? And Blackmore will just kind of lay his hand on the table and sort of point to the discoloration on the backside of his right hand. The circle. Yeah. He leans over, begins peering at it very intently. That is unusual. Definitely magical in nature, I'd say. Yes, that's not common. I can't say I've seen anything like that before myself, but... No, I can tell. There's something bad about it. <sighs> tell me about it. Down the gin and tonic! Right. <laughs> okay, then... All right. And at this point, he pours you a glass of water and hands it to you. Does it turn to wine? No. Mm. Blackmore will take it anyways. Yeah. Um, well, anything else going on these days? Personal matters? No, work's more or less been rather busy at the moment. Right. Though, admittedly, it is nice that finally I have some sort of room to breathe, even if it's not exactly a calm time. Mm. Well, keep your head on straight. Mm. If I hear anything on the streets, I'll uh, keep it in mind, for your sake. I'd appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And Blackmore more or less spends the rest of the evening drinking. Okay. Though, later on, uh, in case anyone wants to do it, there's one thing he'll do very late at night, but that's a while ago. Okay. <laughs> I uh, don't want to hear about what you're doing at home, okay? <laughs> He's going to cry. Sat, you know, <laughs> sobbing in the shower with a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> After a long night of drinking. Very embarrassing. <laughs> a long night of drinking. I start off with even more drinking. Uh, yeah. So, Megan, what's Jack going to do? How late is it? Uh, seven. Seven? How is yeah. your plant doing? Well, that's, I want to actually go to that satyr who was the florist. Uh-huh. Because I thought he might be able to identify the plant. Sure, okay. Because, you know, magic, florist, magic flower. Okay, so you're going to drive over to Midtown then? Yes. Sweet. Okay. Heading through the gates of Midtown. I've got the plant buckled in in the seat. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. So, yeah, you pull over outside of Midtown, and heading around the other side of the car door, you open it, take the plant out, and carrying it gingerly, you head into uh, Midtown. Walking through the streets for a little bit, you eventually... Or roll me a... Do you have Streetwise or Persuasion or anything similar? I have Persuasion and Streetwise. Okay, roll me Streetwise to see if you can find this guy. I don't know, just know where the shop is. Um, like to ask around and to figure out where he'd be. I got two twos. Okay, yeah, you... Apparently he's closed up shop, but the, you do learn where his house is. It's Ooh, in... Stalkerly, mm-hmm. okay. Mm. Well, you do know that he... T- a lot of satyrs tend to live in the Greek quarter of the city. Or of myth. Got it. That, I wrote down his name somewhere. Give me a moment. Sure. Uh, yeah, it had... Yeah, yes. that's his name, Ted. It was Ted. Okay. Ted, my boy. Okay, I go, I go to his house. Okay, so, yeah. It, all right, uh, you see that, heading over, you see him in what appears to be a small front garden with a whole bunch of 
different types of plants and shrubberies, and with a large set of gloves on both hands, he is taking going at a rose bush with a pair of pruning shears. I, I, he's outside, so I like knock on his fence. Like, okay. Knock, knock. He looks up. Oh. Do you, do you say knock, knock? I do. That's <laughs> why I had an accent. Oh, uh, hi there. And he quickly straightens up, sets the shears down. Oh, what was his life, Ted? It was something super great. That's all it I was, remember. Uh, 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 what? Oh, no, no. His full name is Teodoros Ted for short, Galatas. Galatas. I do have this written down somewhere. Mm. It'll piss me off. Okay. Um, sorry to bother you, Mr. Galatas, when you're at home. Oh, uh, it's all right. Do you need anything? Yeah, I, I just had a, a favor to ask. I went over to the store, but it was closed up. And anyway, um, so I've got this plant. Huh? Oh. And at this, he looks at the plant. <laughs> yeah, I'm like holding it out like... Yeah, so I'm like, oh, oh, you shouldn't be holding that. <laughs> You're holding like a baby, but like you don't know how to hold the baby, so yes. it's like under the arm. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you have ten to live. Ten what? Nine? Eight? <laughs> oh, this is, uh, this is interesting indeed. Uh, he quickly peers in at it, and he takes a couple, of, or he gingerly takes one of the leaves, not off the stem, but he's just lifting it up very carefully and looking underneath it. Oh my, yes, oof. Do um, you know what it is? No clue. But, uh, it doesn't seem, let's see, no thorns. Yeah, you know, usually if a plant is malicious in nature, it tends to have thorns on it. And this one's, uh... Seems kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. No. I'm sure it's not a sneaky malicious plant. Mm. Ah, thorns well. are on the inside. Just mm. a moment. Uh, and he uh, takes, he, man, he has to take it. He holds it. Um... <laughs> Bends over and presses his ear to the top of the cabbage-like plant. Listens. And, hmm. Then he listens to the jar. Huh. Uh, you, uh, hmm, you might want to listen to this. So scared. Help me! So scared. I'm going to kill you, Jack. <laughs> okay. Jack, like, Jack, like, gingerly puts it to his You can ear. feel... <laughs> a very gentle heartbeat coming from inside the jar. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, so it's... It's alive. Uh-huh. And from the sounds of things, it's going to be ready to come out of there any day now. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, if I had to guess, this top here, he gestures toward the cabbage, that's just something that absorbs all the sunlight and uh, water and everything else, and everything travels to whatever's growing, he taps at the jar, in here. What? <gasps> well, um, and you, you haven't seen anything. Oh, if I had, I've seen a lot of things in, uh, yeah, over the course of many years of gardening work for myths, and I gotta say, this is, uh, yeah, yeah, this is something I personally haven't seen before. Well, I, uh, got it from a dryad. Ooh. Is it, uh, you seem very positive, though. You seem excited, like, this is gonna be something good. Oh, um, good. <laughs> and that, at the last, he sort of covers his mouth. <laughs> Um, he covers his mouth a little bit and sort of. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> yes, uh, it's. Um, yeah, I, I should definitely think that it shouldn't be anything to worry about, given that a dryad gave it to you. Do you oh, trust empathy? Do you trust her? Yeah, okay. yeah, I think I do. All right. I just yeah, it, it's. Well, they care for many, many different types of plants, and I think it was just because it looks a little like. Um, you ever seen the, the play? Uh, Little Shop of Horrors? Uh, no. What's, uh, what's that? Nothing. <laughs> it's a movie. Oh, just a 
I don't, I don't know if I should show him that, you know? Yeah, give the poor gardener nightmares, why don't you? <laughs> exactly, like, that's just gonna ruin running a flourish. So. <laughs> well, um... Uh, by the way, I have been meaning to tell you, um, ever since, uh, you all saved me from that whole man-versus-myth debacle, uh, I just wanted to say how grateful I am, and I really, really appreciate what you all did. If, um, if there's anything, um, yeah, if there's anything I could ever do, you just have to ask. He gives you another plant. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) I throw it in the dryad, forget what this plant is! (laughs) Ooh, a satyr gave that to you? You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> they have evil, evil plants. It's literally just nothing but thorns. Mm-hmm. I don't see why you would want to be that sterile. <laughs> uh, well, actually, this might be a bit of a strange question, but... Um, oh. This is racist. Um, <laughs> what is it exactly that satyrs do? Oh, you mean for our abilities? Well, yeah, I mean, I noticed most myths have some sort of... Right. Um, capabilities. Well, um, we don't really have too, too much. I mean, dryads, they can manipulate plants and what I wouldn't give to have that sort of ability. Um, well, you but, see if you're a pacemaker. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> he covers his can mouth this again. Can make packs? Think of the combos. Uh, really, we, um, he kind of looks down at his hooves. We kind of, uh, just have, well, these, I guess. Uh, we can, yeah, we can... For real, if you want some bell bottoms, you could just walk around the city. <laughs> and at that, he, yeah. It's just don't get a <clears> his <throat> throat. Well, um, we, uh, we can run a little bit faster than some people, I guess. Roll me knowledge myth. Run faster. <laughs> I can finally catch that guy. I'm gonna get you, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, can you track yeah. this shoe? <laughs> <laughs> I walk around with it. It's like on a necklace. Cinderella. <laughs> Have you seen this shoe? Okay. Clearly, um, he doesn't realize just how much faster satyrs are than humans. In that, even an ordinary set, even an ordinary satyr who doesn't um, work out or run on a regular basis can run as fast as an Olympic sprinter. Oh, it's quite fast. I mean, that sounds like a good. In ability. addition, they also shake my hand. In, all, in addition, they also have very strong legs, and they can kick things with surprising amounts of force. <laughs> just run around, just rock kicking just, shit. Like, yeah, just imagining, like, kicking criminals everywhere. Go. Like, run and kick. Ow! The boot that of really hurt. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, just... Are you making fun of Bruce Lee's style of vigilantism? <laughs> yes. or, or, I guess, Chuck Norris style vigilantism? <laughs> There's a lot of kicking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red has kicks. Oh, that's right. Satyr. It's been a while since the, the, the Chuck Norris memes went around. <laughs> it was a while ago. Yeah. It's been a while since he was relevant. Was but yeah, satyrs can also, through the sheer force of their kick, they are able to kick through a wooden board six inches thick. Ooh. Would I have goat legs? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Your feet would probably just get really tough. Well, uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, the Mythos unit, the unit mm-hmm. I'm a part of, oh, right. is all um, humans that have the ability to make pecs. Right. So, oh, if oh. we were to make an agreement, then... Oh, well, um... Okay. I mean, I don't want to force no, you to do anything. No, no, no. Um, at this, he kind of scratches Just this. There's As a police officer, um, being able to run very quickly is... A- actually, there's um something I was uh, kind of um hoping you could uh maybe help me with. Of course, sir. Um, you see, uh, basically, um, times have been just a 
little tough ever since, uh, you know, that whole incident. Basically, um, I lost my flower cart, and thanks to that, I've had to save up some money. I bought a new one, and I'm just kind of, um, well, worried that something like, like that might happen again if I went outside and stuff. Uh, listen, um, maybe not, you don't have to do it every day, but just like once in a while, um, could you just maybe, um, come along when I go and sell some, make some deliveries in the human part of town and stuff? Sure. Okay, that would, um... Just, do you have a phone? Um... Have you phone, phones phone. There's um, a single phone in this town. Right, I've, um, heard about these, uh, phones, uh, very... Well, you think about getting one for the shop. Right, then right. Then, whenever you need me, you can and just the website. It Oh, right, um, we do have, um... Yeah, there is actually a uh, gremlin in one part of town that operates a, a computer, and he's the one who helped me create his website. Oh my god, it's just that dude. He's the internet troll. Mm. He's a gremlin. Wow, racist. <laughs> Gremlins are dramatically different from trolls. Yes. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah, would you say um, this, uh, this Friday, say um, 8 in the morning until noon? Just I for pull out my cell phone. Yeah. Wow, I'm a wizard! I put it in my okay, cool. calendar. Alright, so um, yeah, just uh, if you can help me make deliveries once a week, I would more than appreciate it. I can't tell you. It, it seems fun to me. Okay, thank thank you. And with that, he sticks his I hand out. Put it in my hand. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I suck all the power out of his body and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> so the, that's a, by the way, between sessions, I made a pact with Succubus. <laughs> <laughs> So, the pact has been made, and you have two new abilities. One of them is the ability, um, essentially you can spend points if you wish to upgrade your running speed. So she can have hyper dice and body specifically yeah. for running? That's exactly correct. Okay. And the other one are is kicking abilities. So basically, it's a hyper brawling ability that will give you additional points in damage, but you can only perform these attacks with your legs. You can tell her by the way I kick that box, I'm a woman's man, no time to talk. Classic. <laughs> Have you ever seen Copyright video strike, for we're that? done. Yes, yeah, it's, it's so epic. <laughs> it's just walking. I know. Those suits. Right. Um, other sorts of things, you might have heard some things about like controlling vines and stuff like that with musical instruments. That's kind of a human propaganda, I guess. That's they, propaganda! That's a racist stereotype. They, they came up with it like 3,000 years ago, Roman Empire and all that. Uh, I'm good with running. All right. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> glad glad to hear it. Then I'll um, see you Friday. Yes, I'll see you Friday. Thank okay. you very much. Absolutely. Jack just disdainfully pulls oh. out the shoe and looks at it. Zoom. Find you. You like oh. smell and, 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 next time. and before you leave, he heads into his house and he comes out with a. Pouch. Jesus Christ! Please don't give me a plant. No. <laughs> it's a pouch of soil. Oh. Uh, this is uh, some fertilizer. Um, I made sure to, um, I talked to some farmers uh, outside of Mythtown and stuff, and they gave this Pure to me. Poop. Um, it no, it's been working wonders on my plants. If you give it to any gestures towards the jar. Is it organic? Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I, I don't want to feed So he's handing you a bag of shit. Yeah, I know. I, how organic I don't think Spring Meadow would appreciate that. Oh, of course. No, I've looked into it. Humans are very big on organic stuff. I can't believe it. That's pretty recent. Mm. Well, it's good. I like it. Um, so with that, uh, the two of you talk for a minute more or so, and then, yeah, that finishes up your discussion, and you have a new pack now with, yeah, Ted Galatis. And aside from that, we also have... Hmm, does anybody else want to do anything else before you head in for the night? 
Chip, Tara, either of you have anything you're interested in? Uh, hmm. I don't think so. Chip will probably go drinking. Okay. Are you going to yeah, go I'll to the same place as um, Franklin over here or somewhere else? He has mentioned it a couple times. Yeah, he'll probably go back there. Okay, so you head into O'Brien's and you see Franklin at the bar along with McKean. Or McKean Aldana, also known as Mac. Uh, yeah, yeah, Chip will go sit down. Okay. Franklin, you got company. Oh, Chip. Hey. Oh, surprised to see you here. How many drinks are you in by this point, Franklin? Um, he's not, like, you can definitely tell that he's looser than usual, but he's right. not sloppy drunk. It's mm-hmm. almost like he's done this multiple times. So, ah, oh, well, if it isn't another member of the Mythos unit. Good evening, sir. Hey, Mac. Hey. And so, what can I get for you? Uh, whatever's good on tap. Mm. And so, personal recommendation, you got it. And he pours you a tall glass of something that's very Most dark and very creamy up at the top. Alright, yeah, It's quite good. So, Chip, what brings you to my humble abode? He says, and sort of chuckling to himself as he starts drinking more. Uh, It's been a rough couple days. (sighs) Tell me about it. So, uh, this a case you work, then? You could say that. I've had dealings with, um, this thing in the past. Uh Uh-huh. And... Franklin begins drinking slightly more aggressively now. Yeah. Um, John, I could say you could roll me a perception check. Just sure. to something. Is it going to be whether or not he notices you're sad, or whether he or not he notices your devil's mark? Yes, whether or not he notices the black spot. Mm-hmm. Oh, this Scrutiny would be to notice fine details. Okay. It's a fairly is it a fairly distinctive mark or is it fairly no, slight? It's it, it slight. Ain't looks like a tanning accident. <laughs> no, it looks more like a like a very old burn, as though you burned yourself with like a lighter from a car or something. Okay. Like a circular. Oh, so it's mark. fairly small. So, it, yeah. so is this perception or scrutiny? Scrutiny. Okay, well I don't have any scrutiny, so how many di- dice do you have in scrutiny? I have four dice in ten. Okay. I'll uh, spend a little more. I'll spend two. Okay. Yep, nothing. Alright. Alright. Yeah, you notice that Blackmore, like, you start to see the sort of telltale signs that he's had a bit too much to drink. Like, he's not sloppy, but he's starting to slur his words. And he certainly seems a lot looser and less uptight than he was um, two days ago. Yeah, it seems as though this is a little out of character, even for Franklin. Uh Uh-huh. So, uh... This is how you usually spend your time off? Yeah, when I feel like it. Why, are you going to lecture me about the dangers of alcoholism? No, just don't know anything about you other than your work. As <laughs> one 50-year-old man to another. <laughs> <laughs> you like fishing? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay there, sport. <laughs> Want to play catch? Yeah, well, same here. So are you, so I guess this is you sampling the British nightlife, then. Yeah, well, I've, like I said, it's been a rough couple days. Mm. Well then, here's to us eventually finding this bastard. Clink! And as the two of you clink glasses, you proceed to drink long into the night. Eventually heading home when you decide to cease. So, Tara, Quincy, are either of you going to do it? I thought of something. Sure, I did my thing. Tara is going to go to a local nightclub where they have weekly salsa dancing. Okay. Yes, because aside from being super cool, (laughs) 
She also knows like all cool song. people do <laughs> when they call them, they make sure that everyone knows they're cool by telling them. Yeah. All right. There's the, there's the quirky square cool. for this. Uh, cool, but thing also of... hot on the dance floor. Uh, so you're gonna go salsa dancing. Yeah. Okay. So count it. I'm, I'm imagining the Elaine dance in my head. No, no, no. I love the Elaine dance. So I, I I think whether or not she can do it will depend on the role. Agreed. Come on. Okay. So heading inside, you see that there are a number of people um, get warming up in very loose fitting clothing. And if Spanish music is playing in the background as if preparing everybody for what's about to come next. And the sign-up for the class is about, yeah, mm, 10 pounds altogether. Wait, is it a class or is it just people are dancing? It's a club. Music? Oh, it's a, cl- it's a club, not a lesson. Okay. Well, then the well, cover's 10, 10 pounds. Sure. Okay, so... I clearly have 10 pounds. Okay. Whoa. Well, if... <laughs> We're a member of society. What a world. Well, I'll say that if this is going to be a club, then the cover is 5 pounds. I don't think I don't think that really matters that I much, know. considering she's a grown adult. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. She's okay. a grown adult with a job. Wait, did, right. are you actually a ten-year-old with an allowance? Hey, are you two ten-year-olds stacked on top me. of each other? <laughs> Suddenly, everything makes sense. So yeah, heading inside, you see that tons of people are whirling about the room, uh, getting ready to, you know, definitely get down and dance some hardcore salsa. Mm-hmm. So is that what you're going to be up to for the night? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So you're going. At some points, you get a few partners here and there, like people who just essentially want to dance, and yeah, you can interact with people if you'd like, or... No, okay. Okay. <laughs> I just, so where are you from? No, 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 just dance. <laughs> you just I, am, I am married to the dance. <laughs> All right. You, you try to talk to her, she's like spinning away. Okay. I, I'm just... All right. I'm here to unwind. You can all go to hell. So you burn some time and some stress by tearing it up on the dance floor. And finally, Quincy, are you going to do anything? Uh, remember I already did my babysitting thing? Right. Oh, so you're going to just head home and babysit John Candidate. So. Well, wait, did that happen yesterday? Jason. Did that happen the, yes, the yesterday? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um... I will, so heading home from the precinct. He will also go to the club. Um, well, he the, he doesn't actually have a babysitter all the time. You right. Know, he only has a babysitter in the evenings. Okay. Otherwise, I have um, uh, what, what was it? The neighbor, I think it was. Yeah, the neighbor. Yeah, she the the the, the, the kindly woman who, who the kindly widow next door. Right. Okay, so takes, he, takes care of him during the day. All right, so you head home. Because he doesn't and, go to school, right? Wait, does he go to school? Um, he still goes to school at the moment, but okay. he had to transfer with a recent yeah. incident. Yeah. So he. So is it? Is, are, is this the weekend? Um. Yeah, it's Saturday. Okay. So, so then, the so then he, she takes care of him on Saturdays okay. if I have to work on Saturday. Uh huh. So yeah. Um, so before I get home. Right. Um, so do I know what his like favorite food slash favorite candy or whatever is? Um. He's quite fond of caramels for candy, and as for food, he'll eat almost anything you put in front of him. I get him a caramel apple. Okay. So you uh, yes, the, the county fair. You head in through the front door. No, it's like one of those artisanal ones that have like a bunch of like little like toffee. Oh, we stopped at Rocky Mountain Sea Salt. Yeah. Whatever so whatever, whatever, whatever the British equivalent is. Yeah. Yes. John and the babysitter are there, and they're at the uh, coffee table doing a puzzle. Oh, what's what's going on here? Oh, hello. What okay. are you two up to? <laughs> You're pizza tiring against me. Oh, Quincy, we're just doing a puzzle. It's called Winnie the Pooh. Oh, well, that's so nice. You're mm-hmm. old, and you're almost done, aren't How you? old is this kid? Um, about ten or so, like ten, twelve-ish around there. Too old. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I this know. is a lot. He's he's <laughs> an innocent. 
<laughs> and the babysitter? It's quite... Yeah, he's never heard of Winnie the Pooh before. Really? Mm, quite? Yeah. Well, I, I was under the impression he was very well known here. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's the unusual thing, I know. So, um, Quincy, if I could have a word with you... Okay, so she takes you into the kitchen. So, he hasn't been glowing today, which is good, um, but just wondering if you've figured anything out about... And she sort of takes a quick look into the living room. You know, what he is exactly. What he is is a nice young man. True. I just... I want to make sure that everything's alright with him. That's all. And as long... Oh, you know what? Um, I, I understand your concerns. And you've been doing such a good job, and I and I actually do take out my wallet, yeah, and then give her the give her her pay. Okay. Um, but if you, as long as as long as he's doing fine and there's no issues, don't yeah. you, don't worry. I'll I'll handle anything right, involving right. you know any possible issues that come up, and just treat him as you would treat any other child that she... happens to glow <laughs> once in a while. You know. She nods at this. All right. Um. All right, I, I can do that. Yes, thank you. All right, and, and remember, we, uh, I understand that it's, this isn't a police issue at all. But if you could, he, I, I, I still want the people from his past to, to come find him. He's, right, he, I, he isn't under witness protection or, at all. But I do, he, he has a bit of a rough, um, some some rough acquaintances in his past. She, and I, I don't, I don't want them to have to cause him any undue hardship. She puts a hand up to her collarbone. Oh, no. You, oh, the poor thing. Yes, He's yes. such a sweet boy, too. Mm-hmm. That's why it's particularly sad. Mm. And, you sh- and you should definitely say nothing about it. <laughs> I won't. Don't worry. All right. Well, I know. That's why I can trust you. I put my hand on her shoulder okay. and then put more money into her hand. <laughs> so... Right, right, of course, you can trust me with anything, Quincy, you know that. Now, uh... That's why you're the best. Oh, Quincy. Well, uh... And here's you... a caramel for you. I oh, put a caramel on her head. Thank you so much. So, when, the do, ultimate you, ultimate when do you need me to come back Yeah, again? really. That should have been a power. <laughs> so just... Always have Werther's original. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, just let me know when you need me. Next. Well, um... Yeah, we'll keep to the same schedule. Right. Oh, and before I forget, there was actually a phone call earlier. She gives you a phone number. They said that they're from, um, yeah, child services and such. Oh, well, thank you. Of course, yes. I told them that you would call them back at your earliest convenience. Well, thank you very much. Of course. Um, and, uh, have a great night. Will do. For you, too, you as well, Quincy. I give her a pat on the back. Okay, so she heads out and she says bye to John on the way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that leaves you and John, and he's still working on his puzzle. All right, well, John. Yes. I have a special present for you for being such a good boy. You do. It's child protective services. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to foster care. <laughs> um, Get out of my face. This is really more of a present for me than it is for you. Um, and I pull out the bag, and like, so that's for you. Oh, oh, it's a caramel apple. I love these. Thank you. And he quickly digs into it. Now, I need to make a phone call. Don't eat all that in one sitting. Right, of course. I'll sit, I'll have half now and save half for tomorrow. He's going to eat the whole thing. <laughs> Good He's job. child. <laughs> so, uh, you head into the kitchen and make a phone call? Yep. So, all right. Um, <clears throat> all right, Mr. Adams. Oh, yes. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Uh-huh. Now, I just wanted to let you know that we have found some possible foster homes for John. As it were, uh-huh. and we won't. We aren't going to go ahead on anything without your say so. So, if you'd like, 
Um, you can go and meet with them at your earliest convenience and see if any of them would be a good fit for John. Um, no. <laughs> if you well, um, yeah. right now, uh, John is a part of an ongoing investigation. Oh. Um, he may, in fact, he may have to stay with me for a prolonged period. But if you'd like, if you can have them send me. Um, you know, their uh, documents, you know, their applications, oh. maybe some information on their background. Absolutely. That'd be very helpful. I mean, yeah. you see, I'm an old man. It's hard for me to get around. Uh, yes. We, so, it's, it's... Do you have a fax machine or anything similar? Oh, I, I do have a fax machine. Would you like my, my number? <laughs> of course. And yes. I send in my fax information because I can Ooh. fax things because I'm old. So, well, I pull out my beeper. <laughs> send it to work. We can, fa- we can fax you the documents tomorrow. Sure, yeah, and I give them my actual fax number. Okay, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Adams. Have a lovely... Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Guys, we got live spam fax at work. We legitimately got a fax from someone claiming they'd won like $14 million and needed to transfer us the money, and in return they'd give us like 10%. It was unbelievable. It was like the Nigerian print scam, but on paper. (laughs) And then 10 black pages that used up all your toner. (laughs) Yeah, we will send you... I still don't understand. We get all these, like, weird ads faxed to us, and I'm like, who is faxing their ads to people? Who thinks that convinces me to use your business? That's actually a really good idea, because faxing, like, literally costs you pennies on the dollar to send it out. All of the costs in creating are on the opposite side. Yeah, but I'm so fucking annoyed (laughs) every time they do it that I'm like, there's if anything, I'm boycotting this business. This is why fax machines die. So, with all of that, I guess we can move on to the next day, then. Yep. So, uh, Sunday rolls around, and on this day, you guys could go into work to do some additional work if you'd like, but Sundays you have the days off. Mm. I'm not going out. Okay. All right. Yeah. This job is in my life. All right. You have to have a good balance. Remember, the Grove is in lockdown. Yeah, it is. That's right. Uh-huh. But I, I was like, wait, I made a date with her. What day was that? Uh, so, Jack, I'm going to say that in the morning you hear a... At your window. Oh, it's the plant! So, you see... I look at the plant! It's co- it seems to be coming from the plant. Hey, what? Hello? So, hey! You hear a little voice. Oh, good boy. Oh, God, this is how I die. Burn it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I didn't touch it. And so you're gonna get up and go over to the plant? Yeah. Okay, so you head over, and then you see, oh, wait a minute, it's not the plant, there's something on the outside of the window. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and it looks to be a, yeah, a little man with butterfly wings hovering outside your window. He's about six inches I, tall. I, I open the window. So Jesus Christ, I scared the crap out of me. Oh, sorry, buddy. Hey. And he lands on your windowsill. He seems to be dressed in clothes, clothing made out of leaves and stuff like that. Hey, I've got a message for a uh, Jack Houston. Is that you? Yeah, that's me. Super. Okay, here you go. And he hands you a little scroll. He's smoking a tiny <laughs> cigar. <laughs> and uh, you are? Cigars are made of oh. mm-hmm. tobacco. <clears throat> Call me uh, Blackberry. Blackberry, right. I've been discontinued. No one uses me anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's my name. What you gonna do? Fight me? Come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, so... uh yeah, just uh, take your time. I'm in no rush. And he sort of just pops down, sits down by the windowsill and takes out a what appears to be a little cigar wrapped with leaves. Okay, I read my message. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I love watching you get into character to be Spring Meadow because he's got to like, 
People at home can't enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got to get really alert and his posture gets yeah, much better. He sits up straight. He's we, should we should make him be Spring Meadow all the time to improve his posture. <laughs> quick, quick, Chris, Spring Meadow! <laughs> Spring Meadow is here! <laughs> Chris, you're slouching Spring Meadow. <laughs> 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 well, that's a, that'll turn into some weird Pavlovian conditioning. <laughs> yeah. It'll be okay as long as we film it and put it on the internet. So, uh, you can instantly tell it is from Spring Meadow due to the fact that it is written in flowing, lovely cursive, as every, if by hand. Every eye has a flower on it. Mm. I'd like to point out that I personally write in beautiful flowing cursive every day, so I'm going to take that as meaning that I'm a magical dryad. To Jack Houston, I sincerely hope that this letter finds you well. At the moment, things in the grove are not quite as peaceful as I would like them to be. I, t I take it that you've heard about the incident that has occurred recently. The grove is in complete disarray since we lost Holly, and at the moment, Iris has completely, well, locked it down, so to speak. No one may enter or exit until she has ascertained what the problem is. So, as it greatly saddens me to say that we will be unable to meet as of this Friday for our arrangement. Oh, thank God. I forgot it was what day it was. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, I would sincerely like to see you again as soon as possible, and I sincerely hope that this matter is solved so that we might be able to meet. I'm popping uh, your imaginary collar. If you have any letter that you would like to send to me, uh, Please do so through Blackberry. The, um, he's very reliable. What was the Blackberry messaging My service Blackberry. called? A people BBM. Just, yeah, people just like, oh, what's your BBM? Send it through BBM. Mm. <laughs> he like turns over with like, a keypad on his back. Yeah. There's a QR start. code you can scan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the letter continues for a little bit more. So it, I sincerely wish, um, as the sooner that this is lifted, the better it will be for everybody. And I said. I sincerely hope that everything goes well with you, Jack, and I hope to see you again as soon as possible. Sincerely, Spring Meadow. Spring Meadow. So, Meadow. okay, I, I go and look around for a piece of paper and scrawl right. on it. Um, hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, hey babe. Hey, I get it. It's cool. Talk to you later. You <laughs> draw an emoji. I draw an emoji. I don't know how to communicate without emojis anymore. Um, emoji movie coming. Wait, June 22nd? No. Oh God! Please don't. Oh, don't don't that. sell Let's it not our plug brand. Them. Don't plug them. Don't plug them. I will like accept all <laughs> methods of selling out except this one. Even Cars Three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. um, so I sent a letter back saying, you know, I'm doing well. I, I hope you're well too, and that this hasn't upset you too much. Mm -hmm. um, and we're doing everything in our power to make sure that justice is served for Holly, and you know, there's nothing that we're, we care more about right now. Okay, and good. I hope Iris knows that as well. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about? Anything that's possibly growing on your windowsill? Yes. The, the what plant? The, what the what fuck? The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the plant is coming along well. Um, a friend of mine thinks it'll hatch soon? <laughs> I put that in quotation marks with a question mark. Right. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. Hey, so, I give that to Blackberry. So yeah, he takes the letter. All right. All right. So uh, he rolls it up, puts it on his back, and so I'm gonna need, uh, you know, and Wait, he ro do you rubs it. Uh, pound star. Pound star. Whatever. Human money. Don't you? Well, don't you also have dwarven gold? Oh, I do have dwarven gold. Hmm. Depends. What you got on you? I have a lifesaver 
and a <laughs> blue raspberry Jolly Rancher. Oh shit, this is gonna last me all week. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great if you could pay candy. Um, actually, wait, no, I got some Dwarven. Oh, no kidding. Heck, that, whatever works for you, pal. How much is it? Ah, just, uh, you know, whatever you got on you, I guess. <laughs> He's totally trying to... That's motive! That's motive! Empathy. Empathy. Yeah. I don't have that! Do any of your characters have empathy? I do. Oh, wait. No. I mean, in real life? No, your character. <laughs> um, no. That's what I call my personality. <laughs> you know, we all bring a bit of ourselves to But our the answer is no. <laughs> I have one sense. Mm. Oh my god. Yeah, I've got roll it. Roll it! I've got empathy at seven. Yeah, I'll roll my, my one sense. It's a ten! <laughs> I don't understand very well. You get yeah. half you get half a willpower. Um, yeah, whatever you have on you, you guess. Okay, I give a <coughs> How many gold coins did they give us? Uh you you got a bag. it was like a bag each. Yeah, something like that. I reach in the bag and I give him like one. So And I see if he is happy about that. <laughs> You're like, uh, 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 You can't really tell. It's uh you your no sense motive isn't too good, so but yeah, he seems pretty satisfied with it. He, How small is he? He's holding up the coin. Yeah, like, he's six inches tall. So oh, the right. coin, yeah. Yeah, I think one. I can't give him more. He'll die. <laughs> it's about the size of a frisbee for right. him. Okay. And so he then puts it in a pouch and all right, well, um, and he takes off. But he seems a, noticeably a bit more weighed down than before. All right, take it easy, pal. And with that, he zooms off. <laughs> okay, so uh, with that, what does everybody want to do for Sunday? Alright, so Blackmore wakes up. Yep. Begins drinking. <laughs> Close. He pops a couple Advil, uh-huh. which basically means that he's going to have to defer his drinking for at least six hours. Right. If he's responsible. <laughs> is he? Yeah. Well, there's being irresponsible. And then there's there's being <laughs> irresponsible, and then there's like willingly giving yourself cirrhosis. Right. Yeah. But he sits down in the somewhat still kind of drunken stupor, uh-huh. and he begins penning. Uh, he basically digs into his drawer, finds one of those old, like, uh, what are those ones, the pens, not the ballpoint ones, but the ones that have, like, the two prongs? Uh, fountain pen? Yeah. He finds, like, an old fountain pen from yep. back when he graduated the police academy, scribbles on, like, a scrap How piece of... How old are you? <laughs> Scribbles on like a, a piece of paper to make sure right. he gets the muscle memory back, and then he begins to pen a letter. All right. Yeah. He's so the letter goes as follows: Your Excellency, I write to you today to let you know that we have a common enemy. For I too have suffered the loss of one I have cared for very deeply at the hands of this thing. Its cruelty, barring me from considering it either man or myth, I would love nothing more than to drag this cretin out of the darkness it prevails in and see them burned by justice. I wish nothing more than to combine our efforts in finding this murderer. And as such, I am requesting an audience with Your Excellency. Not as an officer of the law, but as a victim seeking the same justice as you. I realize my request comes during a trying time for you and your subjects, and my presence may be disruptive. As such, feel free to disregard my request. I only ask that you keep the contents of this letter to yourself and no one else. I cannot imagine the emotions that you must be feeling due to this horrible loss, but as someone who has suffered a similar tragedy, I offer my truest condolences. Sincerely, Franklin Blackmore. And I take it you're going to send this to Iris, the Grove Mother. Yes, or at least try to. Black Mother. Uh, ah, Black Mother. <laughs> <laughs> B- 
Blackmore doesn't know like to what extent the lockdown is, so mm. he figures he's going to go into Myth Town and see what he can do. All right, you head to Myth Town and heading towards the Grove, you see that standing outside are a pair of yeah, it's a pair of centaurs, and mm. they seem to be standing there with yeah, simple woven spears at the ready and a large wooden gate uh, hmm. that they're standing on either side of. Is Pespero there, or these other people, like the, the Mythtown Watch? Uh, Mythtown Watch, it hmm. seems like. Alright, well, so it's clearly locked down, so I'll go find Hespero to sort of ask him the situation. Alright, so uh, Hespero is yeah, speaking to a number of guardsmen that disperse as you approach to go about their duties. Hmm. Then he sees you. Lockmore. Hespero? What brings you here today? Hmm. Well, a lot of things, really. Hmm. I was wondering how you've managed to... How the situation's been after the, uh... Incident. He gives you a little gesture as if to say to walk with him for a bit? We walk and talk. Okay, so yeah. You, the two of you go walking and clip-clopping down the road. And the situation has been disrupted, to say the least. Ever since the loss of one of her handmaidens, Iris has become completely secluded in the grove. She will speak only when visitors go and try to speak to her personally... And at the moment, she's very distrustful of individuals. I see. Anything else unusual happening? We're trying to... Well, we're trying to ask questions, speak to individuals to see if anybody has seen anything, but no one has any information, nothing new at the moment. Hmm. You said that she doesn't see individuals unless they speak with her. Is she taking messages? She does, I believe so. Hmm. Uh, She has her own bladder. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who do I speak to about getting something to her? Speak to one of the guards, I imagine, or if you have something, I could give it to her and say it's from someone else. She will speak to members of the council. Hmm. Well, no. I'd rather not try and hide my identity. And I give Hespero the envelope that it's in. And it's just, like, the return address is just Franklin Blackmore, no inspector, no nothing. With an address, um, and also a phone number. May I ask what this is about? What else? All right. An offering of your services, then. Mm, manner of speaking, yes. Manner of speaking. Well, Just make sure that the message is seen by her eyes only. He puts it into a pouch at his waist. Mm. I'll make sure it gets to her at the, as soon as possible. Thank you. Of course. And just keep your eyes about. It's uncertain whether humans or myths did this, but regardless of which one it is, chances are they may strike again and soon. Well, if he does come after me... I kind of like my chance to get my hands on this bastard. Wouldn't we all? <laughs> Take care, Hespero. You as well. And with that, yep, you finish up your convo. Alright. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.